space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people. How the heck you doing? Happy Thursday to you and yours, 532. Happy Thursday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Talk to you, Magoose. How the heck you doing over there, pal? good, man. It's because you had pierogies last night, sandwiches. (laughs) I did have sandwiches, yeah. I made a... Uh, Chelsea and I made a stop off yesterday at uh, at St. Joseph Bakery. Maybe we'll uh, we can recap the visit a little oh. bit a little bit later. Oh, I was gonna say you want to do it right now. now. You want to yeah. do it right we now? Do both. I almost yeah. got you some pickled herring. That would have been a nice treat oh, for you. Oh God! It's one of those oh. one of those what spots. They bring us uh, at the at the station here every Christmas ish. Yeah, or once a year, whenever it is. I can't remember, but we get these big trays of pierogies from St. Joseph. Bakery. It's just awesome stuff. No one loves a free lunch more than radio guys. Oh yeah. And um, so yesterday is just one of the spots I haven't I haven't got to yet. So on Facer Street in St. Catharines, it's uh, it's easy to find, and been there for years and years. So Chelsea and I went yesterday afternoon. Oh, you should have should have seen her oh, in her element. Your wife, I have loves. The ba- I have a basket, and I just she's just gone. She comes back to me, drops stuff. She's gone again. If you, like just a, you know unique uh, weird grocery stores or anything that's um, that's your wife's thing. Oh yeah, that's that that's her version of, of me going to like the collectible store. Oh okay, is, yeah. Is, yeah, any different like you know like antipastos, St. Joe's, any of these kind of uh, you know unique grocers. She just loves loves it. So if you guys were gonna go to let's say you're going to Akron, Ohio, Akron, right? Let's go. You guys are driving there. Yeah. The things you would do is you would look for some antique toy store. Yeah, some kind of collectibles or, or toy store or, yeah, yeah. antique mall. Yeah. And then you'd try to find the most bizarre, weird grocery store. Unique grocery delicatessen kind of thing, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then you'd... A couple local restaurant spots. And drive back. Yeah. That sounds like a great day. <laughs> that is the Browns day? Yeah. Yeah? Let me try and stop catch a baseball game or something, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be... That would be the start. Oh man! And so she, you guys got some some of those pierogies. They, we they got, bring. We got some pierogies oh. from them. Yeah, we got uh, we got some hot mustard. Got some pepperoni sticks. I got a, a length of double smoked kielbasa, which oh. is currently garlicking up my fridge. Hell yeah! And uh, we got some subs, some sandwiches there. Is for it lunch so too. garlicky that it's like penetrating everything else within That's the correct. fridge? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have it for dinner tonight because it is. Creating an issue. <laughs> yeah, but just an awesome, awesome local spot. Pierogies, I think I've said before, it's one of those things, you know, I don't eat them often, but every time I do, I, I always think to myself, why am I not eating these more? Mm-hmm. Why are these not in my life? Why are these not like in regular just rotation? Pierogies in the freezer. Yeah. For the, yeah, yeah no. I, I have them once every three, four months. Yeah. And it's always the same thing. These always. are so good. So good. The yeah. hell am I not eat like I am, and I'm a man of routine. I love a good routine. Yeah, I don't know why. Working pierogies in once every two weeks. Oh, I should be. What's the harm in that? I should be. Did you get the like this the cheddar cheese one? We got or? the bacon and cheddar, and we got the uh, jalapeno and cheddar. Oh, the jalapeno and cheddar yeah. is good. Yes. Those are dynamite. Yeah. So you do bacon or sausage with your pierogies? Uh, well, we'll be doing the kielbasa for these. Okay, ones. Okay, you're gonna do the pierogies. Yeah, we'll though. do we'll do that. Got a heavy though. It is, you know, maybe that's why it's it's a heavy dinner. It's a heavy meal. It sits (laughs) 
It sits. You try and have a little earlier tonight, so I've got yeah. some time to move through it before I head to bed and be sweating away. <laughs> sweating kielbasa and, oh boy. and pierogi. <laughs> Sexy night of the brown house. Yeah, really? <laughs> All right, let's get going. we got our dink of the day coming up. We'll kick off the show with Pantera. It's a Soper and Brown show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. It's a Soper and Brown show, 97.7 Hits FM. Let's get going here with our dink of the day. We're going to go to San Diego. Oh, beautiful. Samuel Brown, 33-year-old man. He's busted for trying to rob a bank, a Fountain Valley Chase bank. Um, He put a note on the table, said, Mm -hmm. I have a gun, this and that, right? They hit the button. Police show up. He's promptly arrested before it, yeah. it finishes. Well, silent up. alarm thing. Yep. If you're gonna rob a bank, you gotta be, you gotta be prepared. Yeah, you sure. You gotta be good at it. You gotta be, you gotta have a plan. The old note on the table is kind of old school. Yeah. Old personal. I like it. Nice touch. <laughs> so he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. They let him out on bail. You'd imagine you'd probably lay low, right? Yeah. Or, or do you think you get cocky, or not even cocky? Do you think you get prideful? No. <laughs> No. Because it didn't work the first time? Didn't work the first time. We're going back to the well here? But I know I can do it. Samuel Brown goes back to the same bank (laughs) and tries the exact same thing the very next day. They hit the button. He's promptly arrested again. I'm going to assume no bail. No bail. Yeah, the second time around. No bail. Do you think the folks at the bank start to feel like a little bad for you at some point? They're like, geez, here he comes again. I know he doesn't have anything on him. I think you are probably more than anything just annoyed and be like, we're a busy bank. Yeah. I don't need this. <laughs> you fa- You tried. Yeah. You failed. Yes. You, you live with that now. It's like a good drill. It's a good drill for the group there. You know? Yeah. You, you ever think, when you do a fire drill, yep. it's, almost, it's almost like having a fake robbery. This guy's no threat. <laughs> Press the little button. Follow procedure. Everybody does well. Go for pizza afterwards. Yeah, go for pizza. Not bad. So I'd just be like, Samuel, we did we did this we yesterday, did this, man. man. You use the same note. You're ruining my lunch. Is <laughs> <laughs> it written in crayon? It's not I, threatening. I don't think I feel bad. I think I feel exasperated. Yeah. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> A common feeling. <laughs> Samuel Brown out of San Diego. You're a dink of the day. Silver and Brown. Silver and Brown. 97.7 Hits FM. So Foo Fighters. Silver and Brown show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. You know, for this next story, I'm just going to get right into it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play this music. Yeah. You and I were just laughing off air. <laughs> as there is, apparently over the month of February, noise complaints have been on the rise in New York. Now, when I say noise complaints, I don't just mean like, oh, they're stomping us. Loud music. No. Reenacting the Lord of the Dance in the apartment above me. <laughs> no, no, no. Beverly! And Jeff. are getting after it. Loud. Sexual noise complaints are yeah. on the rise in New York. So much so, they decided to write a whole story about it. I actually saw this uh, earlier this week. Their non-emergency hotline has been inundated with complaints. The most February was the most they'd ever had for a month. More than 270 sex-related complaints called into 311. So much so they dubbed it, they dubbed it a wave of sex mayhem. You know, if you look at some of the complaints that are, I mean, you're not getting the full uh, text from it, but uh, reports of everything from 
backyard orgies, uh-huh. massive sex parties, sounds of, and I love this, loud, ruthless sex. Ruthless. I have to say that in Vince McMahon voice. I can't say ruthless sex without going into full VKM. Uh, in the middle of the afternoon, what well, one person described as grunts from a sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> I like the, she makes the bed squeak as if it's an Olympic event. (laughs) Another said, ceiling shaking and debris falling sex. Can we just give a shout out to these people? Yeah, give a shout out to New York City who's uh, shaking it out after, you know, a couple years of restrictions and all that kind of stuff. Things have been lifted. (laughs) I heard one person screaming, yes, daddy, come down the chimney. Oh, that's (laughs) Yeah, in February, that seems a little bit late for me. I That's know. A, more of a Christmas thing. Out, uh... <laughs> so this obviously New York City. Yeah. Uh, Queens uh, gets the most complaints. Manhattan, number two. Brooklyn, number three. Maybe my favorite part of the article, though, is the complaints about people dressing up for the sex parties. I have the top four most complained about costumes. <laughs> Over the 270 complaints, uh-huh. there was multiple costume? That's right. Okay, that's not in my article. Now- Let me hear it. You want to try to guess what could possibly be freaking people out? Uh, or getting people freaky? I'm going to say cops, like just as a cop. Cop? Yeah, they, yeah. they see a, somebody from the police entering the building, they hear screaming, mm. but maybe not able to decipher pleasurable from panic. Freddy Krueger? Okay. Pennywise the Clown? Freddy Krueger, like with the glove and yep, everything? Yep, yep. Hmm. That's a... Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Pennywise the Clown? Yeah. The Easter Bunny? <laughs> and uh-huh. a pro wrestler. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just talking like luchador mask? Like It just says a pro wrestler. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wonder if it was just actually a pro wrestler. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, this is this is interesting. Apparently, apparently, this is a, a problem in New York right now. Lots of people complaining, but no arrests made. Most of the uh, complaints have been deemed uh, either unnecessary or unfounded. I think this says a lot more about New York's like infrastructure, thin, right? Thin walls. Yeah, old, no, old buildings, right? Yeah, yeah, very old. You're paying a lot of money for uh-huh. very old buildings. Yeah, when you're paying like you know thirty two hundred bucks American a month for a place with a shared bathroom, and then you also have to listen to that. Be enough to drive you crazy. We we've both lived in apartments. Yes, apartment living can be it tough is. at the best of times. Part of the gig, you're gonna hear some things. Now, would it suck? Obviously, if the pieces of your ceiling are coming down, well, well that's different. You know, yeah. while Bev is upstairs, uh-huh. yeah, yes, that would suck. Yeah. Do you ever have a loud roommate? I or have you been the loud roommate? Well, I was probably the loud roommate. Mm-hmm. I was never too, too obnoxious, but yeah, I mean, right. it was probably very hard to sleep around me. We, the roommates that I had, we were all, like, we partied together. Yeah, Ra- sure. Rarely were there separate parties. Yeah. So, usually by the end of the night, we were falling down together. Okay. Um, so, any, any extracurriculars that went on once you retired to <laughs> there was separate one, bedrooms? There was one time, uh-huh. my roommate, he thought it would be very funny if he flipped over all the furniture in the house while I was out, like the couch, the <laughs> uh-huh. chairs, the kitchen table, everything was just flipped upside yeah. down. And I'd brought over some other friends. And when I walked in, they went, the hell do you live in a pigsty? <laughs> and I'd be like, you don't understand. No, it was probably Greg, all right? Thing. It's not supposed to be like that. The couch is usually right side up. So I got I got lucky. I lived with friends. But if, uh-huh. if you don't live with a friend, I mean, do you have some... 
so the the very the, I, the first basement suite that I lived in by myself. Yeah, I was you know I was nineteen or twenty years old, and it was it was like a family's home. It was, it was a man and a wife, and they they had two kids, a, a daughter in her teens, and a, and a younger son who's like you know four or five. Mm. But my bedroom was right underneath the the parents. Bedroom. Oh. I'd hear them. Oh, all the time. Would the ceiling come down? Uh, the ceiling didn't didn't rattle too much, but it was enough that like I knew it was going on. You go to pay the rent the next day, and it's like this is this felt personal. <laughs> I heard. I heard I, you. I only lived there for like six, seven months. I had to get out of there. <laughs> I heard you say, "Daddy, come down the chimney." Outside, okay. <laughs> Curious if Hits Nation's got any uh, any horror stories. It's you a great any, question. We'll look at any, the text box. Any loud roommates? Yeah, nine seven seven nine seven seven. Somebody said backyard orgies in February sounds cold. If you're dedicated, that's what one of the complaints said. Isn't it too cold for this? Nine seven seven Hits FM. We're talking about this report out of New York City where yeah. sex complaints are on the rise in February. Yeah, calling the, the non-emergency, the 311 line. It said over 270 complaints were logged in uh, a wide and interesting variety of complaints, including one man proclaiming himself a sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> a wave of sex mayhem has taken over <laughs> New York City. That's what they say. So they say. That's what they say. A lot of stories of, of costumes and backyard orgies. Yeah. And, and, well, wouldn't you know it, the bad roommate stories have started to float in. And as the Grinch would say, noise, noise, <laughs> noise. Um, <laughs> this is great. Uh, when I, The first one comes in here over text. When I lived with my mom and stepdad, I unfortunately had the basement and my room was below theirs. I think they rustled a lot. You know... That is That's a good way to think about it. Legitimately something that I think about. Yeah. As the kids are getting older. Sure. Now, you guys have a nice setup in your place. Yeah. You have the reverse yes. where you and Chels have your master bedroom in the basement. The kids are on the in the upstairs. Yeah. So, so the noise would have to travel up. Yeah. So that that's a nice buffer. It's a nice, it's a nice buffer. buffer. But I yeah. was like, oh, I don't want to have some weird thing. There's many things she can, they, my kids can go to therapy for. Yeah. I hope it's not one of that. But you know, <laughs> as someone who goes to therapy, of all the things I talk about, it's rarely about that. Oh, good. Yeah. Rarely? No, they have so many other things that are much, <laughs> much larger issues. Uh, somebody said the naked big man from that Hespeler crash may have been coming from an outdoor orgy. Oh, Maybe he didn't right. get chased out. You're probably right. Uh, another one here from the text box. Not a roommate story, but... My tenant and her boyfriend downstairs one night. Holy crap. She was so loud. The next day when I saw her, it's it's a little bit awkward. And that's always the tough thing. It's not so much the act itself. It's when they come by the next day and it's just like you pass them doing laundry. Like, hey, I just, I heard you getting, you know, put through the wall last night. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? My My roommate used to wrestle right on the couch with partners when we were all home. No warning. No, nothing. Right on the couch. I think you got an exhibitionist there. I don't think you have. Yeah. A I think that's somebody who wants you to see. Yeah, you can't do that. No, have a little respect. Yeah, you've got a room, right? Yeah. yeah. If ever, if everyone's and, gone, and also other folks are going to use that couch. That's just it, right? Quit that. You know, if things get like you're mm-hmm. watching a movie and there's make your way to the bedroom. My my buddy Rob and I uh, used to uh, used to live together. We shared a basement suite at this one place, and it was like we were right in the middle of all of our buddies, and we were young, you know, early twenties. And I know, I know the couch that we had got abused. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, couple more. My one roommate used to have his mom show up every Sunday, clean all his stuff for him, 
I can't imagine this guy can even function now in the real world. <laughs> that is, I feel like I would feel pathetic. Yeah. Wouldn't you? I would, yes. Right? Your mother comes, is cleaning up after you when you have roommates. Text came in right now. <laughs> my girlfriend's youngest asked why I stab her mom at night. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's therapy. That's tough. Okay. Tough to answer. Last one. Tell me how you deal with this situation. Cool. My old roommate used to tell me he put his mm yeah. in the food all the time. I never knew if he was serious or if this was a gag, but it was literally never funny. No, not once. How do you handle would you would you create a tick of like, I don't think I can eat these. I don't yeah. think I can eat this. Like, what if he's serious? I'm not the best roommate. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Because I'm not a, like it's not a joke I want to hear, want to yeah. be a part of. It's not funny. Even when I was roommates with people, I wasn't the best roommate. So are you saying if we call your wife right now, she'd agree? I think she would agree, yeah. <laughs> the Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. It's funny. Most of the roommate reviews that are coming in by text, it just all involves sex in some way, shape, or form. Most of them, yes. yes. <laughs> weird, weird sex. Loud, disrespectful sex. <laughs> you know the one that sticks out to me the most? Ruthless. It's the guy who's having sex on the communal couch just with everybody home. This like, is really... It's like it's disrespectful or it's like an invite. You know what nah, I mean? Maybe. Is that is that what it is? Maybe. Roommates are hard, man. I still you you think, talk about you it. You think you know people until you move in with them. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, now you're really... I always, I'm always shocked by that. Like, people who don't live together before marriage for whatever your reasons oh, are. I think it's crazy. I always think that's nuts. I agree. Absolutely nuts that you've never cohabitated. You have no idea how this person lives, sleeps, what they do. Like, Everything. What, what happens if you walk in the kitchen, they've left the cupboard open, and that... Great on you. Yeah. What if they leave every cupboard open? Everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Just, how how do they organize the fridge? It, how do they put away dinner? <laughs> like there's things what, you what have if, to learn what about. They just straight up don't. Yeah. Right? There are things you need to learn. Yeah, man. Ooh. Don't have sex on the communal couch. Also that. Come yes. on. Yeah. There's that's, like that's everyone's couch. It's yeah, that's gotta be just a hard rule, right? Go in the backyard like everybody else. <laughs> All right. Six twenty two. Uh you can text the show, nine seven seven nine seven seven. If you head on over to our Facebook and Instagram, I just threw it over there. Uh, our buddy Will, who last week we ate the one chip challenge because of him. That's right. He brought us the uh, the uh, packy one chip challenge from uh, from his travels. Uh, Will heads back for the U.S. He's a trucker. Yes, you you died instantly. I ate it. Was an incredible pain, and then died slowly over mm-hmm. the next twenty four hours. <laughs> I made the mistake of digesting the chip the whole way, whereas you just immediately rejected it. You also asked him to look for the hard. Baja Blast Mountain Dew. That's right, yeah. Mountain Dew, in a few different states, has alcoholic, like hard Mountain Dew seltzers. Now, when you asked him, we didn't realize that it was only in three states. Only limited to a few states, yeah. It's like Iowa, Florida, somewhere. There's only a couple of them. So 
Will's search will continue, and maybe one day he'll come across her. Maybe somebody in their travels will find this for us. But he did bring us back some weird flavors, some some uncommon flavors. Some you can find maybe a few weird corner stores around here. But these are mostly things, that, certainly, that I'd never tried before. Mm-hmm. So we refrigerated them, we set them aside, and we picked yesterday to sit down and sample all five of these flavors. One of which was... A gingerbread Mountain Dew. Ginger Snap Mountain Dew. I guess uh, maybe a little promotional Christmas item left over. Awful. Bad. It was like drinking a candle. <laughs> it was. That's the you best know, way I could describe it. You know what's so funny? So I, I brought the, you and I tried like a little bit of these and I brought the whole, I brought the, the selection of five home because Chels really wanted to try them. And uh, she tried the the Ginger Snap one. She said the exact same thing you did. She said it tastes like a candle. Yeah. Right away. I said, that's what Soper said right away. We're on to something, man. Yeah, that and the description of the, what was the blue, the voltage, Mm -hmm. the blue voltage one. Yeah. As a melted blue Slurpee with the big chunk of flavorless ice and the uh, remaining (laughs) sugary, watery juice in the bottom of the cup. Yeah. Perfect. That's what it was. Perfect. There was a watermelon one. There was an orange one. And then what was the other? The raspberry lemonade. Right. Which, which was, was the best of the bunch. No doubt about the it. The best of the bunch. So you've no got a shorter video on your TikTok, right? At Super yeah, Radio. That's right. Uh, and then uh, longer videos up on the Facebook page as well as our Instagram page. So you can head there and see our reviews as I, we review the do. I want the alcoholic Baja Blast. Yeah. I don't want to get hammered off it. because no, even. But I, just, but I just want one. I need to know what... Hard Mountain Dew tastes like. Even the trying of it yesterday yes. was a lot of sugar. Those things. <laughs> yeah. Like pop is always Phil, obviously. Sure. Yeah. But these were special. Next level. <laughs> and I left vibrating. Like my stomach was like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't one chip I mean, challenge, like but a it was. Sip of each one. Like I don't even think we would have consumed a full bottle over like what we, Maybe, what we drank, yeah. right? It was just packed full of it. Like, holy yeah, I, hell. I don't drink pop that often, right? I don't, yeah. I'm sure you don't either. So no. it, was, uh, it was something. But very interesting. The flavors were. Don't have the ginger snap one. I'd avoid the ginger snap. Oh. I'd avoid whatever the blue voltage one was. I would get the pink lemonade. The pink lemonade was the only one that if I was on some long road trip and stopped into yeah. a gas station and sure. said, oh, let's get some like weird pops. That would be the only one that I would recommend. Sure, I I would agree. The watermelon was kind of like Jolly Rancher. Yeah, but I don't know if I would buy it. Yeah, still, it's the only one I put my recommendation behind. Yeah. Is that raspberry lemonade? Yeah. So as you said, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, it's all over there for you. You know, an important thing that I forgot to mention as we were talking about the video is make sure you watch it because you get to see Carl Brown belch like <laughs> an animal. A pretty good one. Oh, pretty good one. I was not expecting it. it was. Deep vibrations. Incredible stuff. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see Carl Brown burp, please do do go check that out. Yes, do. All right. Let's take a break because on the other side of it, Dave Matthews Band tickets. That's right, man. Dave Matthews coming to the Bud Stage in Toronto in June. we got a pair of tickets for best question. Send them in. You know where. 977-977. We'll go rapid fire in six minutes. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. It's Queen 97.7 Hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. Let's fire Let it. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All right, best question. Get your text in now. We have Dave Matthews Band tickets to give away, 977 
977. Let's go rapid fire. You typically will will pitch, but you were doing something, so I gathered some questions. I'm going to throw them at you today. Let's hear them. What do you got? I want to start with one of these deceased artists is actually alive and has been in hiding. And okay. they're coming out to do one benefit concert. Who mm-hmm. has the most popular and makes the most amount of money? Elvis, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, Tupac, Freddie Mercury. I think in terms of raised funds, it's it might be Elvis. Yeah? Because yeah. he's been dead the longest? Or yeah. Dead sure. the longest? I think it's... it's it's an, it'd be the older crowd, but I do think like, if you're talking about a one-time only, you know, Wembley State, whatever it is, yeah, how much money can we raise? I think it's I think it's Elvis. Yeah, is worldwide fame, right? You're not taking your kids there, though. No, no, you're not. Michael Jackson, you might. Freddie Mercury, you might. Yeah, you might. Mercury's got the the hot hand, if you will, coming off the uh, the Queen uh, movie that was A few out. Years and stuff. back, yeah. I mean, all of these would do extraordinarily well, but the idea of of Elvis to me, I think, yeah, yeah, would all four would like let's say Sky Dome, right? Sure, all four would completely sell it out. Oh, hanging from the rafters, yeah, standing room only, <laughs> hanging from the rafters, yeah. <laughs> can chicken pot pie? Can chicken pot pie mm-hmm. be somebody's favorite pie, or is that not allowed? Oh, like <laughs> just straight up their favorite pie. Yeah, if someone says, "Oh, what's your favorite pie?" and you know, I would say blueberry, and you would say strawberry chicken. rhubarb, and they just went chicken, chicken pot pie. Is that allowed in the discussion of what's your favorite pie? Will you accept that? I guess if you're not going to outline savory or sweet, you have to accept it because mm-hmm. I mean it's typically in a shell, like it's in a pastry shell. It's baked in similar fashion. I do think you have to accept it as an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Does it jump to your number one? No. No? No. That chicken pot pie is good, but it's not... Like, I'd take shepherd's pie over chicken pot pie. Shepherd's pie is called a pie. But it's a little... It's <laughs> not a pie, though. More of a casserole, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, it's not a pie. Mm, now we're getting into it. I don't think I would allow shepherd's pie oh, into my pie debate. Oh, look at this. I think I would keep it out of my pie debate. <laughs> I'm willing to allow chicken pot pie. I think this is from Sam. She says, I work at the pie plate. And oh, Sam. Pot, and chicken nice. pot pie. Not allowed. Not allowed? Not allowed in the discussion from the expert. Okay, so we have somebody, we have the, Sam is the official pie expert of the Soper and Brown show, so it's been taken out? Taken out. Okay, I'll move along then. Uh, Hey boys, you're taking a once in a lifetime stroll on the moon. What song or songs are you playing? That's from Laura. Well, yeah. So let's imagine you go up. You're okay. doing a, a stroll. It's, it's just you. Mm-hmm. Just you. It's like you're out for a walk just, you know, down the street. Yeah. But you're on the moon. You got your headphones in. I know it's cliche, but I have to go with the police. What do you mean? Walking on the moon. Oh, Giant gotcha. steps are what you take. Walking oh. on the moon. No way. You're yeah. not choosing that. I might. Yeah? I like it. Yeah. Of all the police songs, I like that one. Yeah? Take that over, Roxanne. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I obviously. Know, I'm on, the, I'm on the moon. Obviously, I'm going to start with jailbreak. Like, that's. <laughs> That's obviously what I'm going to do. On the moon? Yeah, how do you not? I guess you, you it's as far as you can break out, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and if it's not that, then it's probably space trucking. Now that's, say. now, okay. Now you're talking. Come on. Come on. Come on, Carl. Come on, let's go space trucking. 
And if it's not that, then probably going to go with Andy Lax. So. Yeah. That's all I'm going to do. You really going to take your police now? I'm going to take it, yeah. Gross. Yeah, I'm taking it. With gas prices soaring, you guys are forced to ride a tandem bike to work together. Who's in the front? Well, I think... Like if you're on the bike, do you want to put the weight in the front, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. So I'd probably better that I go in the front. Yeah. You go in the back. I think I ride more bikes than you do. Probably. In today's day I would and say age. That's fair, yeah. But I still think in terms of balance and everything, yeah. it makes more sense for you to be in the front. I think so. But I'll tell you this if we get just a single bike mm-hmm. with a basket in the front, you're in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> Good visual. If Steve Irwin had you pinned down in a chokehold, what cool information would he be telling the audience about you guys and your habitats? <laughs> and our habitats? <laughs> yes. So is the habitat here or at home? I think it's at home. At home? Yeah. Okay. What's What uh, does Steve I, Irwin say about you? Uh, uh, he's holding you down for sure. Yeah. He, was, he would talk about what a, he's a squirmy bugger. Yeah. Oh, he can't stop he moving. He stands three foot nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you notice in his habitat, all the counters are lower so he can reach <laughs> special design. This man eats the same seven things every single week. Incredible. <laughs> you have never seen so much pork loin in your life. It was easy to capture. He's a man of routine. I knew exactly where he'd be. <laughs> I uh, caught him playing euchre on his app. That's why it's a terrible Australian accent, by the way. Euchre. He would find me and say, it's a, it's a very... Uh, very submissive character as I would just lay there quietly while Steve Irwin <laughs> sat on me and explained me to the audience. You know, the, you know those, uh, you know those uh, uh, like birds of paradise that um, they like try and build fancier nests to attract mates. It'd be like that, but with my wrestling collection. Yeah, he surrounded himself with trinkets and, and baubles. Able, was able to lure him in with yeah. a brand new wrestling toy, straight from Australia. Yeah, just yeah, the one that it arrived yesterday. Put a little fishing string, pull me in. Yeah, I got him. He's been reading peacefully for hours. I didn't even capture him. <laughs> fell asleep in my enclosure. I <laughs> just sat on him. Yeah, he's mine now. He's still here. He'd lure me in with bourbon and wine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, come on. Come on. I do want that bourbon. I do. I wouldn't put up a fight. <laughs> uh, I think I got one more here. Uh, what is your most awkward, sexy time moment? Have you ever had somebody walk in on you? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. When I was when I was living with a, with a roommate at the time, we had, a again, that, that same house, that kind of party house. I, yeah. was, I um, removed myself from the action that evening with my girlfriend at the time. And, you know, closed door in the bedroom. And they just thought, wouldn't it be funny to go burst in on Carl having sex with his girlfriend? I did not. You know, you'll be shocked by this, Matt. I didn't take it that well. <laughs> what? Yeah, you'll be, you'll be amazed. And no. I came out and told everyone to <laughs> go. Yeah. Yes. And how, to get, and, how to, and how to get there. Yeah, we were both. It, it was like, it wasn't like I was in with like, oh, it was like some like one night stand that I like was super drunk. We were just tired of the party and yeah. left to go and have like private time. And they, it was like a long, like like a long term girlfriend at the time. Yeah. They knew us both. They were just both very embarrassed and angry. So it was awkward because I went out and made it really awkward yeah. and then left. Oh, you guys left the house. Oh, yeah. 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 I just peaced out. Yeah. I was <laughs> hot about it. <laughs> Wouldn't Shock, never, shocker, Would have right? never seen it coming. Yeah. All right, what do you like? Uh, Steve Irwin question. All right, Dave Steve Matthews Irwin. fan tickets the yours. Best. Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. 
So one of the themes on the show here is we like to talk about how much we hate people. Oh, yeah, that comes up. It does come up. I want to throw down again really quickly. It was was about a month ago, rumbling started to come out saying, oh, it looks like the Ford government's going to announce that the license or the license uh, plate sticker program. Yeah, the sticker program. It's like 120 bucks. It's 10 yeah. bucks a month, right? Yeah. You buy the sticker thing from your service Ontario office. It goes on there. And it'll be, uh, it's, it's kind of like a tack on, like an additional, almost like insurance thing, I guess. Yeah. Part of registration, whatever it is. I have no idea why it exists, but it did exist for a long time. And now it's gone. They're removing that sticker program. And I think it's as of March 13th, there's a way to seek out is your, your, uh, your refunds. Well, because we, I'm the, yeah, I'm the sorry. dummy who re, who renewed. Uh, at the end of January, because I was getting my health card uh, renewed, and I was at Service Ontario. Being proactive. I knew my stickers were up in March, and I thought to myself, "Why? Well, I don't need to come back here again. I'll pay it today. So I re-upped for two years. Now I've got to sort out how to how to recoup <laughs> those funds. So it, the reason it's, it's election season. That's why it's coming yeah, up. Yeah, sure. Right? I, I'm sure I mean, that the <laughs> that revenue uh, to the province of Ontario will be recouped somewhere oh yeah somewhere else but um but it's it's you know it's splashy it's good strategy i get it i'm not really sure what the sticker program uh, did other than drive revenue so it'll be found somewhere else and that's that you know all this this has been news for the last little bit but i'm watching uh ctv news last night Mm -hmm. and i'm seeing a report of well now there's a scam involved Always, a text message scam. Always an opportunity for somebody. Targeting people with this sticker program. Yeah. And honestly, this one is working really well because it looks legitimately real. Now, I assume you get these text scams all the time. I got one last night. I think yeah. it said my Amazon account has been hacked and something they're like buying that. something. You better click on this link, right? Got to yeah. click on the link and it'll everything will be stopped. Yeah. You don't ever click on the link. Sometimes <laughs> it's somebody has your Netflix account and they've run up $133 or, yeah. hey, you were overcharged. Mm-hmm. Click this and we'll give you yeah. $200. We'll give you $247 right? and some weird change. So all of those, I think we've come accustomed to just, well, okay. I had a, had a text come in the other day and uh, it just said, uh, it just said, John, it's been a long time. How you been? I just... Blocked it and deleted it. Really? <laughs> no idea who this was. Didn't even send back a. Oh, uh, you hey, did it. Didn't even send back a wrong number, pal. I just, I just blocked and deleted. I've got to find. Hold on here. Let me find because that reminds me. Chelsea said you should have screwed with them a bit. I just no. Hey, this like. I do second. tell if I get those texts, I do tell people uh, it's a different number now. Sorry, man, or different person. A while ago, my number got added to like some large family group chat. Yeah. But it was, you know, again, because I've got an Android, everybody's replying from their iPhones. So I'm getting barraged with wrong number texts. Oh. And I was like trying to reply for a bit. I think eventually I successfully blocked every number in the group chat and I no longer get these messages. <laughs> a friend of mine, uh, Tasha, she gets this text. This is just the other day. Mm-hmm. Kevin, when will your flight arrive? She responded with, sorry, I think you have the wrong number. They wrote, no. I absolutely can't be wrong. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> Who is this? So she wrote, Give Kevin his phone back. She wrote, Tasha? And so the person responded, oh, I'm sorry. I looked it up. I did type it wrong. I love that. And the initial, <laughs> yeah, no. No, I absolutely not. No. But then she then wrote back, my name's Nicole, by the way. Nice to meet you. You seem like a nice person. I'm sorry. 
He made a friend. <laughs> no, I cannot be wrong. So, anyways, we've come across them, I think, to you know, sniffing these things out. But this sticker program one, yeah, I think this is going to catch some people because man. I haven't heard exactly how the refund is going to work. Now, somebody in the text box said, if your address has not changed, uh, you'll be mailed a check. So nothing needs to be done in terms of sorting out and pursuing your refund, which yeah. is great. If that's the case, that's awesome. But that should either, that's got to be communicated better. Cause I have not, I've, that was the first time I've heard it. So, so here's the text message that's going around Yeah, and I'll show it to you because it looks legit. Mm-hmm. So at the top, it'll say Service Ontario, big capital letters. And it says, as you know, we have removed license plate stickers on all vehicles. So we're giving you back $120. Get a hold of it here, gives a link, and then puts at the bottom, data rates may apply. Look at this thing. Here. Yeah. Like, yep. that is... It looks it looks solid. That lo- That's about as legit looking as you're going to get for a scan text like the other ones the netflix ones the amazon ones those are poorly poorly done yes that though is good and police are now warning people saying you need to be careful because people are getting smarter and they're getting better at duping people yeah it does it does and they've got you know they've got the total correct and yeah the service ontario thing it, it is In terms of a scam, and I don't, you know, I don't want to give any credit to the people offering it out there, but in terms of a tech scam, that's one of the better ones I've seen. Well, I was like, we should talk about this because that is something I think that people could legitimately text or click on. It does say uh, license plate sticker refunds will be automatically mailed out for those with uh, individually owned passenger vehicles who bought them from March 2020 onwards to get a refund drivers will need to make sure the address on their license is up to date by march 7th uh, you can do that online with service ontario or by phone uh, with service ontario that's uh 1-888-333-0049 so there it's automatically being reimbursed yes right it's being mailed as long as your address is accurate on your driver's license it's up to date yeah. you'll be reimbursed without having to pursue it yourself they will send it to you. So if you get a text, if you get a call, if you get anybody trying to tell you yeah. that, you know, hey, click here, press this, da, 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 no. You know, uh, you know, a neat little trick that uh, that Ontario's done here? Mm. Uh, if you have any outstanding tickets or fines, those will need to be paid before receiving a refund. No. So you got any parking tickets hanging around? Oh. You got a speeding ticket you were thinking about? Uh, nice uh, little disclaimer about? down yeah, there. Just a little note that any outstanding <laughs> tickets or fines must be paid before receiving a refund. Ontarians can expect to receive a refund by the end of April via check in the mail, according to uh, Doug Ford. So it'll be here in June. Sorry, <laughs> Lady P. Soper and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. I showed up to Sam. She just sent me a video of her kid moshing out to some uh, Rage <laughs> to Against the Machine. Yeah, she's nice. got a little rocker on her hands. Nice. No doubt about that. Uh, people are texting in about the Service Canada scam that mm-hmm. is going around the latest ones about the sticker program. And a few people saying the government will never text you. Yeah, that's the one thing to keep in mind, right? Yeah. Like whenever, whenever you see this come in, no matter how legit it looks, the people from Service Ontario, the Canadian government, will not text you ever ever for any reason but even knowing that yeah we live in this society of like we move so fast it's speed it's dead sure if you do something well enough and you do a scam well enough you're gonna get somebody just looks and goes oh right i heard about that oh Oh, cool let me click that another person said you're not gonna get just 120 dollars back like for for example myself 
I pay my sticker in August. So, you know, it'll be right. prorated towards so. however many months that is, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's not going to be just $120. But again, that's the buzz amount, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, everybody, because you think of it. When you pay it, you think $120, $240, right? So somebody, that comes up in the text and you just, again, it clicks. Sure. Oh, great, right? Yeah. So, yeah, as much as you shouldn't and yeah. you know all these things, it's it's still a really well put together scam. You just you got to be careful. And again, uh, you have until March seventh to update the address on your driver's license. So if it is incorrect for any reason, you've moved in the last couple of years, whatever it may be, if you update that by March seventh, your refund will be sent directly to the correct address. <laughs> Text message here said, "Whenever I get scam calls." I tell the person, I know where you live, and I will come kill you if you don't hang up. (laughs) That seems excessive. Chell's got one of the usual, you know, the the Air Ducks callers the other day. And uh, has that ever worked? I don't know. She she was upstairs getting ready. We were heading out somewhere, and uh, she said, "Oh, let me put you on hold for a minute, and I'll get my husband." And so she put him on hold and left him on hold for long enough that they hung up, and then called back to scream at her. About wasting their time. No way. And you should. I, I was downstairs. I could, you, wasting your time. You waste my <laughs> time every day you call. Like just, I was like, oh, she getting it out. Oh, you nice. Man. Oh, good for you. Yeah, good for you. I like it. I always just moan at them. Oh, I have so many air ducks. <laughs> I'm in one right now. Yeah. <laughs> I usually just... I, say, I actually live in the ducks. There's so many in my house. You could clean so many of them. <laughs> I like to say, oh, air ducked me, daddy. Ducked me. Just yeah. o- over and over yeah. again until they hang up. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We are going to get to today's edition of The Machine, a Thursday edition of The Machine. Less than 10 minutes. Nine oh five, six eight two, nine seven nine seven. Give that machine a call anytime. Machine brought to you by OMG Cleaning Services. Residential, commercial, or other. Anthony and his team at OMG will get the job done. OMGCleaningServices.com. All right, I guess we'll start with this. I was thirty-seven years old when the forty-year-old virgin came out, so I went to see it at the theaters by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was a virgin. Hmm. So I'm walking, and, hey, I've got that bike. <laughs> oh, I have all my Star Wars action figures from 1997 pinned up on the wall behind my computer in my bedroom. Sweet. Oh, wait. <laughs> Is it a documentary about him? <laughs> I'd like to see those figures, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That story, I, we re, Chelsea and I rewatched that recently, probably in the last three or four months. Just yeah. one of those things where the first thing we see on Netflix, we're going to click on yeah. because we don't want to be in the scroll, right? Yeah. And <laughs> there is so much about that that applies to me, minus <laughs> the fact that I have a wife and have, despite reports, had sex. <laughs> and also minus the part about the bike. I don't really ride that. You don't ride a bike, you know. You don't ride a bike. He, yeah, he does sell them off. He sells all the toys off, right? Eventually, yes. Yeah, yeah I think he does. Yeah. That'll be you one day? One day. Yeah. One day. When you move to Germany? Um, one day. Belgium? Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere to live out my years. <laughs> will, that, will you just keep collecting new toys there? Once you sell your toys, mm-hmm. will that be it? Or do you think you'll go back to collecting? No, it has to be it. Yeah? It has to be it. It's such a huge part of your life. Yeah. 
It is right now. Will yes. you know how to not do it? I would have to not do it. Yeah? Yeah. Because if it started again, I mean, what are you doing? You're just yeah. filling your house with more, like... Yeah, totally. The idea would be to sell off, downsize, and move forward, right? But it's just a big part of, like, your yeah. off time. You I look know. stuff up. You it this. Is, it is true. I'm part of several, like, little You don't think that'll trees. be hard? Yeah, of course it will be. Yeah. We do hard stuff all the time. Yeah, that's fair. Fair point. <laughs> Let's talk about our playlist we're creating. Can we put a Brass Against song on the list? You know, a little something for John. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh I did add You did? A Brass Against song. Uh if you remember the story from back in I think it was in November oh, and the lead maybe, singer yeah. of Brass Against a uh, female brought a fan up on stage and, and there's no other way to say it pissed all over him <laughs> in front of a live audience. Yeah, it was Really something. There really isn't any other way to say it. No. <laughs> so. You said it. And again, the playlist we're creating is for the iHeartRadio app. Yeah. Every the- morning show in the country is creating one. We want to create the most ridiculous one. Yeah. And then have Hits Nation vote on it and it destroy every other radio host. All throughout this week, we we took suggestions from Hits Nation. We built it with our own uh, you know, memories and what we have. We ended up with 63 songs on the list. Okay. And I submitted it this morning. Hell yes. Hell yes. You know what we got a call from? Who's that? Machine Shakespeare. Oh, been a minute. Been a little bit. And you know what? He wanted to touch on Ukraine and Russia. Oh. There once was a tyrant named Putin. On his neighbor Ukraine, he commenced to shootin'. A brewery producing craft beers and ales has switched their nectar to Molotov cocktails. The whole world is against him, and it's not computing. Keep giving him sanctions till his vision goes wavy. Call in the Army, Marines, Air Force, and Navy. Strip his black belt for Taekwondo. Strip everything else from him, and what do you know? He's just a dick named after French fries, cheese curds, and gravy. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. You know, I I saw an article from The Onion talking about how restaurants were taking poutine off the menu because it's close. Oh, don't be silly. But now it's become a thing. I did see some actual restaurants. Some of the stuff, like... That's too, that's I, just not there's, necessary. There's sanctions to a point, but I see, like, like EA Sports removing, like, the Russian and Belarus teams from, like, NHL 22. Yeah. Or FIFA stepping in. Some of the, like, look, I, this is obviously a, a travesty and yeah. needs to be resolved, but... I don't know if removing Russia as a playable team from FIFA 22 is yeah. something that's going to make any kind of difference. Yeah. It feels a little bit performative. You know what's interesting, too? I, we got a text from somebody yesterday. We've got yeah. the song Big Rack Bombs Away. Yeah. Somebody texted and said, I don't know if we should be playing that right now. It's interesting. I, I But uh, I don't know if that get. Uh, you could play that game with many songs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, gonna, yeah we just played ACDC, TNT. Like, it, it, it just really nothing that involves you know, anything remotely explosive. I, I, yeah. It's just, I don't associate that no. song with what's going on over no, there. not in the slightest. And again, I think there's, I, you could pick apart many, many songs. It's interesting. Yeah. If people think otherwise, I'd love to hear by way of text, but I, I thought that, eh, we, I didn't think we needed to go that far. Uh, okay. It's time for, oh no, actually, sorry, hold on. I'm just going to play this first. Hey boys, uh, just listening to yesterday's podcast, and you're talking about that nude man uh, in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Carl mentioned uh, Dick Down in the Snow. Is that a <laughs> band name or an album? That feels like an album to me. I think so. Yeah. Let's go with, it's the album, first album, debut album, 
from band number 117. <laughs> from Gentlemen in Berlin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Gentlemen in Berlin with their debut album, Dick Down in the Snow. That's two on the nose. It is right there, yeah. <laughs> Gets cold there. Okay, I want to. We, we're going to play a new game, and I'm going to need you to be the big announcer. All right. And we'll, uh, I'm going to play the thing, and you're going to say, it's now time for Is This Sex or. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Is This Sex or. <laughs> It's actually, it was actually me eating the assorted sub that I got from St. Joseph Bakery yesterday. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it's unfortunate. My question for you is, is it sex or Or? is it somebody taking a large drink from a big gulp? Drinking from a baby bottle, perhaps. <laughs> the answer is, I have no idea, but it could be either. We may never find out. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know if we'll ever find out. Okay, we're going to finish with this one. La, da, 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 da. La, da, 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 da. <laughs> Shut up, you Lars. <laughs> <laughs> it's catching on And that song has been added to it's the It's on the list playlist. And if you don't understand what we're talking about you know, you Just listen to yesterday's podcast 905-682-9797 You call the machine anytime Sober and Brown Show 97.7 Hits FM Carl, I want to talk about Wheel of Fortune If we could for a second <laughs> Yeah, buddy, we can And I I think most people know where we're going with this. But if you haven't seen the video, my God. There was a puzzle earlier this week, and we've got uh, got some audio that we'll play for you. But, of course, Wheel of Fortune, a bit of a visual thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the category was phrase, and the phrase was, I believe it was, another feather in your cap. Yeah. You know, feather, a little feather in the cap, right? Let me break down what was on the puzzle. So another already filled out. Feather already filled out. Yes. You were missing the I in in, the U in your, and then when it's cap, they're missing the C and the P. So yeah. just an A is showing. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's a phrase I think most people know. You're getting there. At least for myself, I look at it, I say, oh yeah, it's another feather yeah, in the cap. Feather in the cap. What proceeds to happen over a two-minute period <laughs> has to be maybe one of the most embarrassing Wheel of Fortune moments in the history of the show. It's a pure freeze job on the part of all three contestants. <laughs> it's just, so here's the first part. I'll solve. Okay. Another feather in your hat. Okay. Right. And yeah, you know okay. what? Yeah. I'll give her that one. I would give her that too. Right? Feather in your hat. I could see the confusion. The part I can't get is that the H and the T were already used in feather. Oh, good point. They're already off the board, dude. Great point. So that's why. And I, another. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, actually. So yeah. I know I it won't give been, her that. It would have been totally, that those would have been solved. I can at least see maybe screwing up a little bit. I get the idea. I get the idea of, you're on live television. You're, you yeah. know, you know it's, sure. it's a nervous thing. Sure. We have people who jump on and play trivia with us, multiple choice. They text us all the time. They say, God, I just froze. I couldn't think. So now that hat's off the table. It yeah. should have been, but now it's off the table. Yeah, yeah. It goes to the next guy. And he doesn't try and solve. He tries to throw a letter out there. 650. G. No G. No. G. No. Uh, which I'm not even 100% sure. Where the G would fit in there? Yeah, I have in no your, idea. In your... 
It gets back to the woman <laughs> who did the first guess. Uh-huh. She takes another crack at it. I'll solve. Okay. Another feather in your lap. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. In your lap. In your lap. You know, another feather in your lap. Of right. Course. Right. Where else would the feather go? Okay. So, tough go there. Yeah. It gets back to her again because the next two people get bankrupt. Yeah. Well, okay. Bankrupt and a lose a turn. Yeah. Comes back to her again. She then decides to try and guess a letter. Well, what letter would you like? A P? Yes, there's a P. Okay. Okay. So you've got the P there. Now we've, now we've got the P. You're only missing the L at this point. You know it's in. You know it's your. You're, yeah, or, or, uh, uh, or pardon me, C. C. Yeah. Right? What could she possibly say next? Mm. There's no way <laughs> that she doesn't say cap, right? Right? There's no way. Spin or solve. I will solve. Okay. Another feather in your map. Oh. oh. <sighs> I mean, finally somebody steps up to the plate. Yeah. Another feather in your cap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Puts the puzzle out of its misery. It's two minutes, and it, it's even <laughs> cringier as you watch it. Yes. It moves from funny to just so hard to watch. It is Greek tragedy. It's incredible. And a lot of people are obviously just relentlessly dunking on these three contestants, right? Especially the the poor girl who had three, you know, hat, lap, map. It just... I don't even... Map is... I think once, once, once hat was gone, panic ensued. Even yeah. though they should have pieced that together because the H and the T were already yeah. guessed and on the board. So uh, Pat Sajak actually put out a Twitter thread really? about this, which is probably the most work Pat's done in a while. <laughs> he said, it pains me when nice people come on the show to play a game, win some money. Maybe it's fulfilling a lifelong dream. And then they're the subject of online ridicule when they make a mistake or something goes awry. He talks about the, you know, hat versus cap, whoever uses cap, right? Yep. Uh, but once that was off the board, he said, you could tell, you know, you do enough of these shows, you could tell they froze. <laughs> they absolutely froze. All three of them froze. And you start worrying about being made to look stupid. And you, it's it, There's a panic that ensues when you think you have the solve. And maybe the, all three of them did, right? Yeah. And then it goes another way. The amount of it, it's a it's a wonderful thread. Uh, it's at Pat on Wheel is his uh, is his Twitter yeah. easy to find. Um, the responses though of people who were on game shows, whether it was Wheel, whether it was Millionaire, Jeopardy, whatever it yep, may be, yep. and the responses of saying like, "Yeah, I got thrown a question about Funyuns in like the two hundred dollar question of Millionaire, and I asked the audience. I I heard snack food. I don't know snack food. My brain." blanked and i processed no further information from that point forward yeah it happens yeah when, when the lights are on it happens for sure the best response uh-huh. may i say a gentleman named robert he said pat i was a guest in 2019 i'll never forget you came up to interview me and i blew a massive fart <laughs> you completely no sold it despite the other contestants wanting to pass out and I'll never forget your professionalism. <laughs> what a real pro. 
<laughs> what a real pro, man. There's a, there's a ton more in the thread here uh, of people talking about it's just not it's not as easy as it looks. And I know sitting at home, it's easy to pick it apart. And really, this one should get picked apart because it oh. is. It is an epic, epic drop-off. You have the Twitter um, uh, video. We mm-hmm. should throw that over on the uh, Hits Twitter. Yeah, all our teeth so, there. Yeah, yeah, you can check that out. Oof. Tough, tough look, man. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Just turn the mics on. That's helpful. You know, we are just talking about Pat Sajak and Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Uh, I did uh, retweet the uh, both the video of the puzzle solve as well as Pat's thread from our our Hits FM Twitter account. If you want to check that out, do you have the tweet in front of you of the guy who said he farted in front of Pat Sajak? Yes, do you I, still have that? Can you read that again? Yes, for me? I do. Uh, so again, uh, Pat was trying to throw uh, you know some comfort to these people who struggled so hard to solve the puzzle. Another feather in your cap, and. I mean, it was just it comical to a point that yeah. it got sad. <laughs> there was a reply to Pat Sajak's thread, and they were talking about uh, pe- people were sharing experiences of failing on game shows, <laughs> yeah. some badly. A gentleman named Rob Dobby uh, was a contestant on the show in 2019 and said, Pat, I was a guest in 2019. I'll never forget when you came to interview me, as he does, right? He goes through the line and interviews everybody. When you came to interview me, I blew a massive fart and you completely no sold it despite the other contestants wanting to pass out and I will never forget that Whoa! <laughs> someone smells stinky what a bro huh Pat just no sold it right real through. professional much like you do every morning <laughs> I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable thank you I, some of the text coming in about this one person doesn't believe it. There's a couple people said, I think this might have been scripted. The person yeah. was acting. The viral video's worth more than a regular episode. Another person said, dumb contestants or savvy web promotion. I don't believe uh, anything I see on television. I, I, I don't I, think Wheel of Fortune look, needs this. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune does very well. Yeah. Um, you know, stuff like this happens. Yeah. You know, some of it just happens. If, if it is, that, that would be a, a very... I don't know, kind of. I'm going to be honest. Very interesting, but I don't think Wheel of Fortune has the creativeness no. in inside of them. I don't think so. to create something else because we read that. Don't they just film over like a 40 day span? Yeah, they fi- they can them all. Yeah, they they work like Sajak work. Sajak works at tops 60 days a year at this yeah. point. Yeah, they usually film. They'll they'll film like four to five episodes a day. And they just, you know, they just bulk shoot them, right? They like just go and go and go, and uh, and pump them out, and then they get, you know, edited commercial time. I don't think the they company. have it in them to do something like this. <laughs> I don't know, and I just if, don't if think they, they need it. If they did. Cheers to them. Yeah, but I, I don't. Uh, I think this one is is pretty earnest, and <laughs> some of the folks people make on there mistakes. I don't know. Kind of went through a kind of went through a tough one. Well, speaking of the guy who farted in front of Pat Sajak, I yeah. had a moment yesterday. Okay. Where um, I'm at uh, one of my kids' skating lessons again. Okay. And <laughs> guy beside me, bit of an older gentleman. Yeah. He let rip a massive fart. Like, I'm talking head turning. No way you could not react oh, to it. Oh, we're talking audible. Yeah. Like, not just uh, Ooh, that's, not just no. not a scent, but a, a statement maker. This was purely based on sound. And it w- it's imp- it's, May I ask, yeah. at, at the skating rink, yeah. what are you sitting on? 
Plastic seats? I was on plastic seats. He, Yes, actually, he was also on a plastic seat. So that'll help, right? I always like to know. <laughs> so, yeah, plastic seats. It was so loud, it was impossible to no-sell it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't pull a Pat Sajak. <laughs> there was no way. It was one of those ones you turn and you immediately look. Uh-huh. And then I kind of felt bad. I was like, oh, I should have. Well, I don't want to shame the guy no, or whatever, no. right? Older dude, but it's just... You know, but it was so loud. Like it was he, a head turner. What are you gonna do? He forced it out. Yeah, and so which is what made me. Oh it, man, this was a statement. Yeah, you know what he said to me? He saw. He said, "Hey, let's make farting in public normal again." <laughs> I just laughed. I didn't even know what else to say. <laughs> let's make it normal. When was it? Was it ever normal? That loud? I mean, look, you try and find a discreet spot. It's a natural body thing. You got to do it, but. You know, he forced to, it to proudly uncork is uh, is bold. He forced. He chose boldness. <laughs> Just let's make farting in public normal again. All right, pal. What? <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> again, I don't. Was it ever normal? You're gonna be on the other side of the rink next. Yeah. Next time, uh, I am be avoiding him. Sitting I think. behind the visiting bench. And this is a guy who I enjoy. I love farts. I think they're hilarious. Of course. Ten times out of ten, I think they're funny. But it was a it's very a weird interaction. It's a weird noise, and it comes from your butt, and sometimes it smells. It's hilarious. The concept itself is funny, but... I would have preferred if you just look at me and went, whoops. Sorry, pal. I'd have been like, oh, that's fine, man. Snuck up on me. It happens. Yeah. Oh, let's make it normal again. Please don't look me in the eyes when you say that. All right, Gary. <laughs> Soper and Brown Show. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Uh, I want to read this text. I, I got a bunch I want to read, but this mm-hmm. first one here says, was told back in 2008, my farts ruined the performance of Disturbed outside at Darien Lake. Outdoors. Wow. Is that is this like a, a joke that we don't understand, or did he actually have some rippers I don't, that? It's just a, a dark day in 2008 at Darien Lake. A <laughs> couple of pregnant lady stories. My pregnant wife Amy and I were in, uh, or were looking at Christmas decorations. And Canadian Tire. The Canadian Tire. There yeah. we go. Uh, looking at Christmas decorations. There was another couple in the aisle. I cut a loud one, looked at her, and said, "Amy, that's disgusting." Oh. She was speechless and couldn't defend herself. Left her holding the bag. Oh, that is something. Again, if you're just tuning in, (laughs) I had a guy who was at my kid's skating just let go of the loudest one I've ever heard. For for a public offering. Yeah. Yeah. Turned me, looked me in the eyes and said, let's make farting in public normal again. (laughs) Which is just a very weird thing to say. Was it ever? Yeah. Was it ever? I don't know. Uh, Okay. How about this one though? And- this is this is interesting because it I, absolutely happens if you have had a pregnant wife. But uh, you said, my wife was always self-conscious about the smells and sounds that would come from her body. And she would make me take, uh, um, take, an, or, uh, take ownership uh, of, take ownership of yeah. it every time it happened. And I still remind her about it to this day. It is one of those things that if your pregnant wife says to you, mm-hmm. I am very uncomfortable, and, and I'm going to fart. And you're going to own it. Y- if, you have if, to. If anybody brings it up, it's yours. You have to. The baby's yours, and this fart is yours. They're carrying and going through all the yeah. uncomfortableness. You have no choice. My favorite text in the inbox no here right now says, Matt, this is simply part of your curse. Oh, my God. From the little girl? <laughs> you're probably right, eh? You've been cursed. Did the old man even exist? Yeah. <laughs> Was it a ghost? Did I actually hear anything? Did I fart? Did the ghosts make me do it? You've been cursed to have awkward public interactions at every skating event from here on forward. 
Oh, man. <laughs> like, you know, I talk for a living. I'd prefer to, you know, yeah. just sit and... Chill, bring a yeah, book. Yeah. yeah. Not have somebody... Yeah, you know. Oh, well. This Maybe. is my curse now? Tis your curse to carry. It's Billy Idol, 97.7. It's FM Soper and Brown Show. It's 819. Uh, we... Dyed Tyler's hair. Oh, yes. Our resident Bengals fan about three and a bit weeks ago now. It was the Tuesday after the Super Bowl. And, of course, if you remember, at Bengals and Rams, we found a passionate fan of each fan base. Uh, Tyler, our Bengals fan who was with us throughout the playoff run, all caps in the text box, Tyler, was uh, was passionate about his Bengals. And uh, Jordan, I believe, was our was our was Rams, our Rams fan. fan. That's right. Tyler ended up coming out on the losing end, as did the Bengals, and lived up to his end of the bet. We took him to Tootsie's Tune-Up in uh, St. Catharines yeah. here on the Tuesday Post. What a, it's such a great sport. We've talked about it, right? He was he a was great dude. Just awesome. The video's still up on all of our social feeds, of course. But we got his hair worked into a beautiful mohawk. The girls at Tootsie's did an incredible job uh, layering the gold and the blue and the gold and the blue. And uh, they painted his nails, the whole thing. You know, it's funny. Yesterday, somebody posted on the TikTok link. They said, oh, it looks like he's actually supporting Ukraine. I was like, oh, that was oh. unintentional at the time. But yes, uh, I, I suppose so. So text messages have been flying in saying, well, do, can we get an update, you know, from Tyler? What's going on? Uh, don't have him by way of phone, but uh, did get a message from him. Yeah. Because a lot of people said the Mohawk works, man. Like it actually works for y- you. Yeah. I mean, the dye job, of course, is going to run its course. Yeah. But in terms of the hairstyle, it seemed to fit. I thought it, I, I hope he keeps it up or grows it back. So this was the update. He said, well... Unfortunately, the Mohawk did have to go the other day. Okay. My head was getting incredibly dry and flaky (laughs) from the bleach. From the dye job? Yeah. He said, it doesn't help. I have a dry scalp to begin with. Uh, The colors held up pretty good. But I did have to shave it the other day as there my head was starting to hurt a little bit. <laughs> starting to flake. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I asked. I oh, said, great. you know, I, I kept it for a couple of weeks at least. Oh, I like got three good weeks out of it, uh-huh. which is which is fair. We left it the ball in his court. We sure. wanted a main week out of it. But I did ask us, and I haven't got an answer yet. Or, and Tyler, if you're listening, please text us. Mm-hmm. Is it something you're going to keep long term? Because I think you should. The Mohawk? I think you should keep the Mohawk long term. Yeah. I thought it looked good. It did seem like a good fit. Yeah. I thought it looked good. He had, the, go, head, he had the head for it. Go to Tootsie's if you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was not It was was not lumpy. No. Have you thought about growing a mohawk? I have not. Most that that's, that's where the issue is for me, yeah. is, is right down Main Street. Yeah, you're right. Right? Like, it's it's around that. That's that's the problem area. Yeah, you do have the cul-de-sac all Yeah, right? I would have to go the... Uh, in the uh, in the Legion of Doom, I would have to go for the hawk mo sti- uh, <laughs> mohawk style, which is down the sides oh. of the head that would meet in the back. That would work for me. Have we thought about doing this yet? No, we no. haven't. Usually, what like when I shave my head, if I let it go for a couple of weeks, Chelsea like shaves some patterns in it to entertain herself before she cleans. The oh, whole really? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> you go just nuts. Sit there and take it. Yeah. And we talked about the Steve Irwin question earlier. <laughs> just sit there, peaceful. Has yeah. the have you found that the hair has receded back more and more? 
I or was it because you you your hair was thinning? Yes. But the stuff that was at the front, were you just kind of combing stuff to the front? Yeah, I was kind of moving it just to the back. I was covering the space, kind of. Yeah. If you see, I'm looking here, at. I'm looking yeah. at his. Let called, me let me get the direct down here. He, if I can describe it for you on radio, so, Soper will never see the top of my head because he's so short. <laughs> let me let me crouch down here for you. Yeah. Let me see here. Get all the way down there. Yeah, there it is. Uh, to describe it on radio, Carl has the like the classic cul-de-sac, right? I would say. Yeah, I had like the, uh, you know, like the widow's peak kind of hairstyle where I've the you know the front is a little bit more like prominent. Yeah. But it was starting to circle the wagons behind the front <laughs> and leave it isolated here. Nobody circles the wagons yeah. like Carl's forehead. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I've been I've been shaving really consistently, like every five or six days right now. So yeah. I don't really know what this looks like if I let it go for any length. I I quite like it now, and yeah. my and my wife does too. It's. Yeah. It's here to stay. So you're not going to do the side mohawks? No. No. Not, Ten, for, not for free. $10. <laughs> Keep going. $1,000. Now you're getting in the neighborhood. $100. No. $100 and a sandwich from antipastos. Keep going. Two sandwiches from antipastos? Now we're talking. <laughs> Throw in a piece of cheesecake for good measure. Mm-hmm. All right. We're getting it. You know what? We're getting Carl this side. <laughs> side Mohawks. Anyway, we'll get an update from Tyler, see if uh, he's going to the Mohawk full time. But shout out to him again. Such a great sport. I'm <laughs> Text message said, <laughs> Carl would have to lay on the floor for me to fully see her head. <laughs> You know, I I knew this was going to happen. Like Gulliver's Travels? (laughs) (laughs) You strapped me down like the villagers. (laughs) (laughs) Between that and you being a beanbag chair, a lot of floor content this week. Uh, Last night, I was editing up our our Mountain Dew review video. It's up on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. Yeah, our buddy Will, he uh, brought them over from the States. Just some different types of flavors of Mountain Dew, so we reviewed them. Something fun. The the weird one was the Mountain Dew Ginger Snapped. Yeah, leftover, I guess, promotionally from Christmas. Yeah. Like a gingerbread flavored something? Again, I said in the video, it tastes like a candle. It's the best best way to describe what I thought would be a candle. And my wife said the exact same thing. She tried, brought the flavors home, and she tried as well. It's like, that that was my first sensation. I feel like I'm drinking a candle. Carbonated ginger candle meltings. Just terrible. What a treat. But as I'm editing up the video, I knew that this was going to (laughs) happen. And of course it already has. (laughs) I look so tiny compared to you in that video. Now, so, not, nobody no, believes me anymore. No, but no, there's but, a reason for it. Well, we're we're shooting it in uh, what do you call in, in like profile, right? We yeah. have to do the phone standing straight up. Yeah. So and, you got to really cram in and it, there. It's on. It's just on the desk in our in our shared office. So we have to get side by side in a fairly narrow frame yeah. to to shoot this and shoot this properly for the sake of your editing and all this kind of stuff later. Yeah. So I'm kind of in front of you in the in the video you're a yeah. little bit like just off my I, i'm pushed back a bit just off my right shoulder to ensure we stay in but the kind of forced Ugh. perspective makes you look and again it's, in height we're not separated that much yeah but in in width yeah yes <laughs> i am a even like i know a heavier guy but even if i were to lose the weight i am a broad shouldered yeah. dude oh yeah I'm a wide guy you don't want to sit next to me on the plane for <laughs> eight, nine, ten reasons, but it's one of them. 
taking up that armrest. <laughs> I'm taking that space. Even I'm, I, I edit it, and then uh, my wife's like, oh, let's see it. I show her. First thing she says, oh, God, you look so small compared to Carl. It's <laughs> like, no, I knew it. I did it again. I knew it. Our friend Caitlin this morning said the same thing. <laughs> Comments are coming in all over TikTok. She asked if we got you a phone book to sit oh, on. Oh, man. I knew it. As, as I'm editing it, I'm looking at it going, <laughs> oh, God, it's going to happen again. I'm just going to get eaten alive. <laughs> we're we're going to be on stage at the True Show. Yeah. I don't know what's, I don't know how that's going to look. Yeah, it's, it's in my rider, actually, that you're about three and a half feet behind me and just <laughs> off to the right. Right up front. Uh, Matt, you see a little dip in the stage? We're going to need you to step down into that when <laughs> oh, you introduce man. the Trues for us. <laughs> it's like if I ever have a family photo with like me, uh, my sister, my dad, my mom. My mom looks like she's standing in a hole. Really? Because my sister's taller. His sister's yeah. like 5'11". Yeah, she is 5'10". I, I'm six foot. My dad's six foot. And my mom's like 5'4". Yeah. 5'5", five, five maybe. And getting smaller. So anytime <laughs> the four of us are together, it looks like Nat standing in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's over. Uh, I've got TikTok, at Soap Radio, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to see the do review, uh, that's over there. We were going to do a review of the uh, Cambridge crash. Yeah. Did you see it's been taken down? It has been taken down. It's part of the reason we didn't post it yesterday, and yeah. I just sent it to people instead. Yeah. If you missed it. Yeah. Well, it's, she go. I guess we can't do a, a TikTok review of that. I think not. We'll have to go to the mall instead. I think that might be our next right. thing. Are we going yeah. shopping? <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. Okay, we're going to take a break. Carl versus the world. We got $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw to give away. We're going to play in about 10 minutes. Sit down. The Silver and Brown Show. Now. Now. It's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world. On 97.7 Hits FM. All right, Brown. You are battling on behalf of Chris in Mississauga today. Chris Mississauga. <laughs> yes, it's officially his name. Chris, you're on hold, but your new official name is Chris Asaga. Anytime you call or text this station, that's the deal. Please refer to yourself as Chris Asaga going forward. We got that out of the way. We good? Cleared. All right. Uh, Chris Asaga on hold, but Anthony in Cambridge looking to play. Anthony, good morning, buddy. How you doing? I'm, not, I'm doing well. The fellow uh, ankle breaker, you you broke your <laughs> ankle, what was it, a year prior before I did? Yes. How is it? How's it feeling? It's good now. It's good? Mine is yeah. still a little bit messed up because I the physio got messed up because the world's shut down. And they're like, oh, you can't do physio now. Exactly. Oh, so that's brutal. Did you go through the whole physio thing? Yeah, I did. I did. But it stopped because of COVID as well. Yeah. It's the worst, man. All right. Well, hey, we're going to try to make you a millionaire and then you can buy a whole new ankle, okay? That sounds good. $100 worth of vouchers for the Lotto Max draw. Three questions, all multiple choice. You want to go first or second? Uh, Carl, you can go first. All right, buddy. Ooh, Carl going first. Okay. Let's kick things off. Carl, can you tell me which country is known as the land of the white elephant? Oh. Is it Zimbabwe, Thailand, or Mozambique? Wow. I definitely do not know this. I wondered uh, if you would. <laughs> I really did. I did wonder. Uh, I'm going to go with Thailand. Thailand? Just what? Uh, is there any reason? I see a lot of white people taking trips there and riding elephants. Yeah? <laughs> well, you're correct. Yeah! <laughs> Chris Asaga on the board. Well done. <laughs> Anthony. Yeah? You a big bingo player? 
I am not. Okay, good. I was like, I was about to call you up and be like, don't lie to me. Come on. Uh, <laughs> in a game of bingo, which number is represented by the phrase two little ducks? Is it 22, 44, or 66? Oh, geez. Um, well, I know a pair of ducks in poker is two, so I'm going to go 22. 22 is correct. Nice. Well done. Way to break it down, Anthony. And if you yeah, do look at do. the two, you can kind of see, uh, maybe it's a duck, maybe it's a... It's a stretch. Either way. I get it. Good start. Good start. Carl. Yeah. Which Disney film features the song... When you wish upon a star, <laughs> Cinderella, mm-hmm. Pinocchio, Pocahontas. I believe it's Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. And I believe you're correct. Yeah. Yes. You knew that one, Anthony? <laughs> I heard. I did. Yeah, I heard you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Anthony, keep it going here. Tell me which country consumes the most chocolate per capita? Is it the USA, Switzerland, or Belgium? Oh, God. Switzerland. Just a guess? Yeah. It is correct. Oh, man. Look at you two. I was wondering if the U.S. was a red herring in there. Because I can see them a lot, but the per capita made me think it was one of the two smaller Uh chocolate-producing European countries. Okay. Look at that thinking. Well done, guys. Let's go. Round three. Don't put that much thinking into this one. All right. I'll try and and go numb here. Carl Brown, Mm -hmm. which state is known as the Beehive State? The Beehive State. Beehive State. <laughs> New Hampshire, Utah, Maryland. Wow. I don't think it's Utah. I can't imagine Maryland's known for their beehives. I don't <laughs> think. I'm going to go New Hampshire here, but I'm not confident. Again, just a massive guess. Yeah. That is incorrect. Uh, who's the Beehive State? Utah. Is it really? It is Utah. Are they known for their honey production? I have no idea, but as soon as... it means something else there with the... Maybe their hairdo. Yeah, well, that's a good call, actually, Anthony. <laughs> as soon as you said, I'm going to eliminate Utah, I was like, oh, He's no. Oh, no. Okay, so, Anthony, get this correct, and uh, you're going to walk home a winner. If not, we will um, go to a lightning round, okay? Fingers crossed. How many hearts does an octopus have? Three, five, or eight? Okay, so my kid is huge into wildcraft. They have three. Oh, because of the kid, because you watch some of those shows with them, you believe you've heard the answer be three. I believe so. And I believe you're correct. Well done, pal. Little Dean, he pulled through. That a boy. Unbelievable. Hey, Look, three for three, man. Got to give that to you. It uh, it pays. To, it literally pays to pay attention to your kids sometimes. <laughs> hey, sometimes it does. Anthony, well done. $100 worth of vouchers coming your way, man. Lotto Max Draw will try and make you a millionaire tomorrow. Stay in the line and we'll get your information, all right? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Matt Silver, Carl Brown, The Silver and Brown Show. A hell of a round of trivia today. That was actually a really, really good round. And uh, Anthony in Cambridge, broken ankle Anthony. Gets her done. Another chance to battle Carl. Final one this week. Going to be tomorrow, 840. Again, we'll do uh, Lotto Max vouchers. But let's get away from that because coming up, (laughs) 
we got what people have been waiting all day for. Man, these tickets have been hot, hot, hot coming out the box here as uh, the text box is just gets flooded with questions. You got two songs here. We're going to rip some uh, some bombs away from Big Wreck and a little Chili Peppers. You yeah. get your questions in. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Get creative. Roger Center coming up in August. Send them in creative, building on show themes. Make them the best you got because competition is hot and heavy. We'll go rapid fire, as Carl just said, in eight minutes. Let me know. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Let's do best question. Text him in now, 977-977. Let's go rapid fire and pick our favorite at the end. Carl, you got a Word document open. Start pitching. I have been feverishly gathering like a desperate bear in the last days of fall (laughs) before heading into the den for a long winter's nap. Anyways, uh, if TV show families were real, which TV family would you like to be a part of? The Modern yeah. Family family seemed fun. Yesterday, somebody asked if you could pick your stepdad, who would it be? And I said, John Goodman, so I'll stick with Roseanne. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There, there's some of them in that family, though. Yeah, it was it was the son of DJ. I never liked him anyways. Put me in there. I was a cuter kid. <laughs> be a better show. I'm going Modern Family family. <laughs> uh, if Hits FM were putting together a sports team, uh, what, what would the mascot be? And what would his name be? Jonathan. I have it. Oh. It's Jonathan in the red snow pants, and our mascot, his name is Burgoyne Bill, due oh, to the bridge being right here. Next week is Bill uh, next, Burgoyne Bill Day. Next week, we'll, we'll catch you up on more of this tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do a breakdown tomorrow of what exactly Burgoyne Bill Day is. That's right. And what it's going to entail on Wednesday next week. Oh, it's going to be special. It's our first holiday that we've created. We set a calendar reminder a year ago, and we are going to do this. If you were listening, you'll remember the red snow pants. Uh, I like this question because I think it's dangerous. If you could describe your wife as the day of the week, what would it be? Man, that is dangerous. Let me (laughs) think here. My wife is not incredibly grouchy. She's, for the most part, Mm -hmm. aside from, you know, a week, um, pretty good. Uh So I wouldn't say Monday. No. I wouldn't say Tuesday because Tuesday is the worst. Yeah. She's a real solid Thursday. I was about to say, just a Thursday. Yeah, she's a real solid Thursday. She likes to drink. So. My wife is a Sunday. E- My wife's a Sunday evening because I'm scared of it. <laughs> Sunday scaries, baby. <laughs> She'll like that if she's listening. Uh, if not, it'll turn into a real Monday. <laughs> this one's for me. Carl, if given the option to either suffer another two years of lockdowns or sell off your wrestling collection, which would you choose? That is a great question. A great would you rather. I would sell the collection. You would? Yes. You'd get back to normal? Yeah. The excitement that we're feeling, like my mom's coming next week, my buddy Tyson's coming at the end of the month, my sister and her husband just booked a week. Those things starting to put in place and how much better we feel about it. I'm not. I wouldn't put us through no. this last two years again for no. nearly anything. Look at you and the unselfishness of Carl. He's given, He has spent his whole life literally collecting, <laughs> and he would give it up for the betterment of the world? Yeah. Look at that. Could, if, you, could you honestly say, 
mental health wise, could you tackle two more years like oh, that again? Oh, God, no. No. Yeah, so that's no. the option, right? You got to do it. Yeah. Uh, so incredibly selfless, and everyone should live like Carl Brown. <laughs> Only in that moment, though. Everything else, don't do what he yeah, does. Yeah, don't do, don't do as I do. Uh, I like this one from Ben Man. Question uh, for the Motley Crew tickets. What would you rather <laughs> any screen that you look at is playing the movie Wild Wild West or <laughs> every song you hear is playing Will Smith's Wild Wild West. Both are so good, I just can't choose. <laughs> I'm going to give up TV and movies. And I'll, it'll just be Wild Wild when West. When you say every screen, as I'm looking at my computer screen right now and trying to discern these questions, does the, is it playing Wild Wild West in the back? Like, is that on a smaller, <laughs> minimized corner Great of the screen? Great question. What, my question is, if you yeah. hear every song as Wild Wild West, does that ruin this radio station? <laughs> Does that, do I have to live with it? Does everyone listening have to live with or it too? Or is it just me? Only in your headphones? I don't know. Oh, Carl's already gets grouchy about the weirdest things. I do. I couldn't imagine you wild, having to wild, always and listen I'm to it. Through the wild, wild, wild. I'm going to go find it on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, you do that. I'll ask you another question here. Uh, what do you think would mix well with those Mountain Dew flavors you guys sampled yesterday? Like liquor? Are we talking liquor? I think so, yeah. The, on- the only thing that I could recommend... Is if you had it like I think the vodka with the raspberry lemonade one with a lot of ice, like a lot of ice, and like an ounce and a half of vodka and a splash of that raspberry lemonade stuff, yeah. you'd probably do okay. Yeah, That's I think the only one in good conscience I, I, I could recommend. I agree with you. Vodka is about the only thing you can mix with any of them. Is there any kind of a like rum and gingerbread concoction you could oh. put together with that ginger snap stuff? I could try. I don't know, oh. man. It's pretty tough stuff. Did Wild Wild West have any? Uh- uh, no, 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 th- no. This is Will Smith, man. This I, is Prime ninety seven. I thought so too, but yeah, I just, no. I think you're, I think you're safe. Okay, we're taking a chance on it. We're taking a you chance. You go, you go. I'm getting it ready. Uh, what is the one band that you grew up loving thanks to your dad? You share any music stuff with uh, with with Daryl or uh, the other guy? Um, the other guy can go yeah. in a hole. I don't want to talk about him. Daryl, uh... Is Daryl being music guy? Yeah, yeah, he is, but he's he's a classic rock guy. So, yeah. He's a classic rock guy, but he, like, he was a huge hip fan. Yeah. Huge ACDC Stones, like, really just classic, classic rock stuff. But nobody that, like, he would have had, like, posters and pictures of. It was yeah. just, you know, he had some CDs, some mixtapes. Yeah. And, but, it, it, yeah, that's... My dad is the biggest fan of like classic Canadian CanCon. If you want April Wine, if you want Triumph, if you want Rush, <laughs> Loverboy, Trooper, Rough Trade, Gatto, the Stampeders, like Kim Mitchell, the like CanCon Beyond CanCon is yeah. is is Scott Can- Brown. CanCon being Canadian content. Yes, yeah, yes, Canadian correct. artists. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. That's that's what I get from from Scott. Do you got your Wild Wild West queued up? Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna save it for after, but I can. Oh, play just go it ahead and let it play. Yeah. Just put it in the background while we do the break here. Okay. Oh yeah. Come on, this every in your time though. Pretty good for one time. Yeah, once. You know what my favorite you thing? Get, you get through it once. Do you know what my favorite thing about this is? We're adding it to our iHeartRadio playlist now. <laughs> we played it on air. On Have the, to add it. On the list. Have to add it. Uh, 
This this is actually based off something you and I were talking about yesterday, off air. Uh, several years ago, I got suckered into thinking it was actually Motley Crue's final tour. I'm a lifelong fan of the band, but I spent so much money in the last tour. Am I a sucker? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. They, I They've rem- suckered everybody. The last go around, they really said, like, this is it. We're done. We're done. When did they do the whole, we're going to blow up our contracting or whatever? Like, it was like 24. 24- 15, 2016. Yeah. No, we're all suckers. <laughs> you, you, un- unfortunately, yes, you're a sucker. They should have to remove the umlauts over the use. Like, do you yeah. go out differently somehow? Please stop doing it. Just... Inc- yeah, stop retiring. You're the Terry Funk of rock and roll at this point. I don't understand that That's joke. That's for a couple folks. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Uh, the hottest person at my work says she'll go out with me if I win these tickets. Should I keep trying or just buy some and lie about it? Oh. I buy them and lie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We could even record. Us saying you've won yeah, and sure. send you the MP3. We'll send it to you. Like, no worries. Absolutely. We'll, we'll play Wingman here. You let us know. I have three more for you. Ready? Yep. Okay. If you were to create a Funko Pop figure or an action figure of yourself, what features would it have or what would it be holding? That's from Dave. <laughs> so let's say you can add two things. Like, uh, there's a, something that you're holding and maybe yeah. something else. So for sure, it'd be a bottle of wine for me for yeah. one of them. And then probably bandages. Because I cut myself a lot and bleed. I think I would go with, uh, I would go with uh, uh, headphones that you could take on and off. Okay. My Funko, because most of the time you'll see me, I'm, I'm wearing headphones, and I'd be holding a Funko of myself. What? In my hand would be a smaller version of the Funko that you just bought. Because yeah, uh, because so I'm a collector. You're such, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the oh. headphones that are removable, and then in my hand. Is the fun is like a little miniature of the thing you just bought. It's like fun coception. Oh like yeah, baby! Holy. I'm excited by the idea. Holy! If you could fill a stuffed animal with anything other than the usual stuffing, what would you fill it with? <laughs> Wine. Skittles. <laughs> Mini Carl Funkos. At what age do seat heaters and a shoe chair at the front door become a necessity? Oh, great question. I'm going to answer the age. 36, because this is the first vehicle I've owned with seat heaters, and there's a little stool at the front door. Actually, you know what? There's not a stool. I bought a shoehorn. That's the best thing ever. Oh, okay. And it's the, it was the best. Like what You talk about $5 purchases, like yeah. best $5 purchase in your house. Shoehorn. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. No more reaching down. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just hold on. So remember the name. Now who you want to call? Now <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the Wild Wild West question. You like it? I think it's good. What do you like? The man likes it. What do you say? I like it. Let's go. All right. They're yours. It's a Soper and Brown show, 97.7 Hits FM. That's ACDC. Are we still playing Wild Wild West off the air? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, I'll, yes. I'll tell you this. The question came in, and it said, would you rather every time you turn on a screen, a TV screen, while Wild West is playing for the rest mm-hmm. of your life, or anytime you listen to music, it has to be <laughs> Wild Wild West yeah. from Will Smith. I, the more I've thought about this, uh-huh. I want to break this down further, uh-huh. okay? That song is a banger. Sure. All right? Sure. I want it added to our iHeartRadio playlist. Very well. And it's the better of the two options in the sense of I like the song more than I like the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I enjoy music more than I do movies. Right. Now, which is why <laughs> I'm going to eliminate movies right. and get my open catalog of music. Now the problem is, let's say let's say I eliminate music. Mm-hmm. I'm watching 
a film, let's say I'm watching The Godfather, yeah. when music starts playing on the film I'm watching, is it still Wild Wild West? Oh my God! Like, you know, here comes the you know the the you know the cinema music, the Radar Love, yeah, whatever it is, like, and it's but it's Wild Wild West. That scene, yeah, instead of Radar Love, it's yeah. just uh, it's the end of Ghostbusters. Also going to be. This doesn't even make any sense. Well, although who are you going to call for Ghostbusters? Actually. So Will got the. What about uh, the sad Hulk music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really changes that movie, doesn't it? The idea of putting Wild Wild West on every film soundtrack <laughs> and removing like key key moments in movie history with Wild Wild West is is pretty good. What's a, what's like a really really sad movie that has like an incredibly um, heartbreaking? I'm trying to think. Of, All right, Green Mile. He's walking down the Green Mile. Marching down, crying, <laughs> sweating, all the guards crying. Too much? Is that too much? <laughs> Anyways, Pretty good. That was the best question, no doubt. Yeah. Also, can you, I just want to point out, Carl mm-hmm. said the nerdiest thing I've maybe ever heard oh, a few Lord. minutes ago. And I've heard you say some nerdy, so nerdy things. The the runner-up for me, anyways, came in. Uh, texter Dave sent this in. If you guys were to have uh, uh, Funko Pops of yourselves or action figures of yourselves, what would they come with? And uh, I said, oh, mine would come with removable headphones because I work with headphones on for, for work. And in my hand would be a miniature Funko of the Funko that you just purchased, yes. like an Inception thing. And I said to you off air, I said, That's a, I think it's a good idea. I think it's very toyetic. To which I looked at you blankly. When, what? So it, and now, <laughs> oh, there is, it's a phrase, I guess, in the collector's. I guess. Don't universe. say I guess. You know, it's a phrase in the collector's universe when somebody comes out with new gear, like a new outfit. Let's put in the put in the context of wrestling, okay? Yeah. When Thunder Rosa came out on AEW a couple weeks ago in the Kill Bill outfit, sure, I would say that was very toyetic because if they came out with a figure of her in that gear. I think people would want to purchase it. Toyetic. It, it, it's easily the nerdiest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> ever. Maybe ever. You feel feel good about yourself? I feel fine. <laughs> That's Volbeat Shotgun Blues. It's 97.7 Hits FM. Soper and Brown Show. Multiple people are accusing Carl of making up a word when it comes to collecting toys. I didn't make it up. I I introduced it to you folks, but yeah. no, it was uh <laughs> blame uh, blame Zach Ryder for that. Matt he's, Cardona. He's the one who He's the one who I saw it from. Oh really? Toyetic, yes. Is <laughs> he's a big collector, right? Oh, the or biggest. Or? Yeah. The biggest. The thousand dollar broski. Come on, you don't subscribe to his YouTube channel? I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> I truly am sorry. Our guy Ethan Page, uh our, our, I should say no longer of Stony Creek. Yeah. He's uh he's made the move to uh to Michigan yeah. uh to further his wrestling career. Uh runs a YouTube channel almost exclusively of that. toy hunting. I watch it just about every week. More people are sending in suggestions for movies <laughs> that we need to change all the music to yes. Wild Wild West by Will Smith. <laughs> the saddest scenes. Yeah, in history. And then instead of sad music, uh, you put those in there. Well, a lot of people have said The Notebook. Oh, sure. And said it's a very sad movie. Can yeah. we make everything in there Wild Wild West? That's <laughs> possible. <laughs> do I the, don't... the crying in the rain scene, whatever yeah. it is there, yeah. I don't know if we are able to make an Instagram reel or a TikTok of this, it could be a lot of work. 
Or you just might get taken down on copyright notice. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's the one. Copyright things are a thing. Copyright things are a thing. Right. Yeah. Always ruining everything. I know. I'm sorry. It's a I bunch of BS. Look to the legal side of things. All right. My favorite, though, when it comes to changing sad movies into Wild Wild yeah. West, was somebody said the Titanic. <laughs> right? I never, uh, I never forget you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's sinking down into the bottom, right? <laughs> like sinking. It just, this stops. Right. <laughs> You know, in a did he say sink into the wild wild west? <laughs> Just so we're aware. <laughs> Hold on. Sink. Texture <laughs> suggested that uh, the end of Braveheart and uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson's getting like drawn and quartered out by the by the English. This <laughs> is <laughs> coming apart. That's pretty good. What about in 300 at the end of the last battle? All the arrows are in the air. (laughs) Gladiator is there carrying Russell Crowe out of the stadium. (laughs) What about the end of uh, Star Wars? The the I am your father? Oh, yeah. The the end of (laughs) Empire Strikes Back. As Luke's falling down the thing. <laughs> Look, I know we can't do this because of copyright infringement. I know. Oh. Uh. I-77 hits FM. It's a Soper and Brown show. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, what did we learn on this show today, buddy? Uh, we learned that the sticker scam has become a thing that Ontarians got to watch out for. Right now, uh, we know the sticker program for your license plates is ending in Ontario. Uh, There is a process. As long as your address is accurate on your driver's license by March 7th, you're going to get a reimbursement mailed directly to your current address. Uh, but there is a text scam that's ongoing right now. Or you're getting a text. It looks like it's from Service Ontario saying, click this link, and this is how you get your refund. You will never actually get a text, but it does look It looks pretty it, good. It looks good enough that it was worth talking about today and worth reiterating here. Yeah. Do not click the link. <laughs> Service Ontario and the government of Ontario will not text you regarding refunds. No. You'll get that sent to you. Uh, Our do review is up across our social feeds. You can check that out. We tried five uh, very bizarre flavors brought to us by our buddy Will who came back from the States. Who would have thought gingerbread Mountain Dew? Not good. Not good. Who would have thought? Raspberry Lemonade got our highest review of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, our buddy Tyler, who lost the Super Bowl bet, we found out today, did have to shave the mohawk. He was getting a little flaky. Yeah, said his scalp was hurting and dry. We discussed sex complaints from New York City, as apparently there was over 270 calls to their 311 non-emergency number for loud sex in the month of February. They dubbed it Sex Mayhem. <laughs> Incredible. Sex mayhem. What was the one guy was, uh, uh, said, I think my neighbors might be a sex Tyrannosaurus Rex or whatever. He said someone referred to himself as a sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's what it was. Oh, man. And uh, there's something about loud, ruthless sex. 
And Which, Carl uh, has to say I have it like to, that. You have to do the Vince McMahon voice when you do that. Uh, I took a visit to St. Joseph Bakery in St. Catharines yesterday on Facer Street and could not come away with a better experience, although I forgot to pick up some uh, pickled herring from Matt. <laughs> Truth show is tomorrow. That's Friday. Our buddy is Adam and Joey. That's Adam Ricard and Joseph R. Bricks have done some fine work yes, and sir. had an interview uh, with a member of the Truths. That's up on the Facebook page as well as the website for you to check out. So you can check that. Um, leave some uh, some comments for them because that was some good stuff they did. We've got more Motley Crue and Def Leppard tickets tomorrow. Final day. One last pair. And uh, one last pair of Dave Matthews tickets tomorrow as well. All right. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday party, people. We'll see you uh, bright and early tomorrow. All right. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. So if you Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.